0: Good evening, everybody. We left off last week by the Mishnah in Megillah and Gav Dalid Base. The Mishnah, in the days of the Tanoim, <clears throat> there were Jewish people who were Davin, but they would be uh, Christians. They believed in Asa Huish. They were, they were, they were Davin in the Jewish shul, but a lot of times there would be Dechapte and Avodazare and all kinds of apikurses. So the Mishnah has a uh, din, a person says he can't dab in because he's wearing colored clothing. What's wrong with colored clothing? So it must be some abodezor, some, uh, some apikursus that, uh, that prevents him from dabbing. So we shouldn't such a person, in halacha there's no problem. So, such a person, we shouldn't permit him to daven par anormat, after levonim We shouldn't let him daven pra- even on a different day when he's wearing white clothing. Because if he has a hang-up, he does want to him with color clothing. We're afraid there's some minus. The minum with the original Christian. That's what some say that the word min is, Mikat the early uh, Christians were the minum. There's such a shtick in the 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 Chasam Samsoyfer, in Chelik HaRachayim, that some people had um, had some kind of a hang-up based on Kabbalah. They made up their own Kabbalah. That uh, if the chazin, if in the shul, they're davening Nusachari, he can't allow a chazin to davening if he's wearing silk clothing. That silk clothing is austere with Nusachari. So the Chasam makes fun of this uh, hang-up, this practice, and he says they're mixing together uh, It's shatnas. Uh, they're mixing together kabbalah with uh, based on ignorance. It's ridiculous. There's no connection whatsoever between silk clothing. It's not a stira so and hari. The same over here. Apparently, in the days of the early Christians, um, they wouldn't allow anyone to daven for with uh, with. With colored clothing, so you shouldn't let him dive in even when he's wearing white clothes. Or he has a hang-up, he, he doesn't want to daven, besantle any anyway. He's not going to daven if he's wearing sandalim. So then the dinners, there must be some avodizorah shtick that he has up his sleeve. Even if he's barefoot and he's not wearing shoes at all, you shouldn't let him, dive in front of him even if he's prepared to. Maybe he has some apikuses, maybe he has some avodizorah up his sleeve. There's a din of chukasakum, Chukasem lo So the um, <clears throat> the rishanim say, if you have a chok, believe something that absolutely does make any sense whatsoever, it probably stems from some abodizor religion, because the abodizor religions nothing made sense. The Jewish religion was given by the same Bariyadam who created the world, so there's no contradictions between. Science and the Jewish religion. By, by the Zahra, everything is in contradiction. Everything is, is man-made, the whole religion is man-made, and it's totally in contradiction with, uh, with science. <clears throat> That's what happened uh, years ago. Uh, the Cardinal of Paris was, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Jewish Cardinal of Paris who became a Mishuman. Lustiget. Luskajet was the Cardinal. So he, This was before 9-11... So anybody who wanted to could walk into Y.U., now you have now you have guards, and you have to have ID, and they don't let you in. Even if you have a long beard, you look like a rabbi. They're afraid maybe you're a terrorist. But at that time, anybody could walk in. So he walked in. He wasn't wearing his uh, robes. he's wearing plain clothes. He walked in, and he saw that in the classrooms in the morning. He came in the morning when the rabbin were giving shear. So he saw in the same classroom where the rabbis were giving shear. In Gemara, there were equations on the blackboards from chemistry in physics and mathematics, and he realized that the same students who learn term in the morning study secular studies in the afternoon, in college, and by them in Europe, there's a contradiction. Whoever goes to university doesn't want to go to a theological seminary. So he's wondering, how come by the Jews there's no contradiction? How come by them there is a contradiction? So the answer is simple, because by the Jews, the same Bari Eulam, who created the world, the whole world of science is based on the creation of the world, so the same early, gave the Torah, so there are no contradictions. Everything blends in together, and by every Avodah Zarah, nothing makes sense. So he didn't. Uh, he didn't want to think of that Teretz. He thinks his a desire He converted from Judaism to become a Catholic, and he said that he didn't think that there's a stir between between Jewish, between Jew, being Jewish and being a Catholic at the same time. He was a <clears throat> Cardinal of Paris. And at the same time, he would uh, go say kaddish when he had yard for his mother at the concentration camp where his mother was uh, killed. He didn't see any steer, so he thought that the terrorist probably lies in the fact that in the yeshivas we learn mechabrusa, In the theological they don't learn mechabrusa. So that's the only chilek he could come up with. The only, he couldn't come up with another chilek that uh, they have to take a an oath of celibacy that they're not going to get married. So bishugadaf menzayin us, we don't take an oath and see all the boys in the yeshiva get married. That's another reason why uh, they don't want to go to theological seminary. The only deterrence he could come up with was Chavruza. So he, he wanted, he asked Dr. Lem, he'd been required, Dr. Lem happened to be in his office. usually Dr. Lem, Zohar Labrachov, is running around Arba Confessor's raising money for the yeshiva all the time. And, and even if he would be in New York, even if he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have time to speak to people. So that day, Puntak Dr. Lamb was in his office, and he had time to speak them. To so he asked the secretary, he "Wants to speak to Doctor Lamb? Wants to bring a group of cardinals to study the Harusa system? Then maybe they'll solve their problem." So they came a couple of times, and it didn't solve their problem. The Harusa system wasn't going to help. It. It must be something else. And anyway, it didn't. Nothing came out of it. So that's. Uh, so that's this Mishnah. It, so the Rishanim say over there, whenever there's a crazy meaning and you don't know what it's based on, the Goyim have a certain meaning. It absolutely, it doesn't make any sense. It probably flows from some of a Avadhazara practice because by a nothing made any sense. A Chokh means B'litam. Like they used to joke years ago, the Chokhach Knesset. no one knows the reason. Even the members of the Knesset, no one knows what the reason for the Chokhach Knesset. So the Khokhukh, same like lechu if they have a Khokla a meaning by the Goyim, that doesn't make any sense. It probably is rooted in Abhai Dizara. So even though now it no longer has any zeitha to the Abhidazara, but still you're not allowed to follow that host. So that's the first day in the Mishnah. Then the Mishnah has there were tzedukim and Bismanabayas who did the from day number one. There were there was a lot of trouble with the with the Apikurism. The Mishneh, the first Mishnah in Perikaroa, the last Perik, Perik Tes and Broches is Parikaroya. So you have uh, unlike every other Perik and Shas, where you have one Mishnah on the first page in the Perik, then if you would die from there you have another Mishnah, if you would die from there you have another Mishnah, you have Gemara in between. So in Parikaroya, uh, the whole Perikamishna is appears in the beginning of the Perik. So the um <clears throat> So the Mishnah says that um, in the base <laughs> Hamigdash, when they apikurisim were tumbling and they didn't believe in Olam <laughs> Habah, so they introduced in the base Hamigdash when said Baruchah in davening, so he should say Baruchatoshem in Olam HaRoh Olam, again Abraham, Baruchatoshem in Olam HaRoh Olam, Lechayyeh HaMeisim, or Akel HaKodesh. Why do you have to say, olam, olam, that we believe in Oylem, because that Apikursim didn't believe in so Rashi points out on the first Mishnah, when was that Mishikil Kul When did that happen? So he says it was day number one, Baisheni. Baisheni, the whole Kufas Baishani was riddled with with uh, Tzedukim and Apikursim, there were many years where the Tzedukim were running the show on the of Amnigdus, they were bringing the Karbona Shaloi Kedin, they didn't follow the Torah Shabal Peh, they always used to celebrate Shavuos on a Sunday, because the tzukim understood the swat melachim in roches al shabbos. always begins on a Sunday, roches al shabbos. Shabbos Shabbos says to me, the seven full weeks from Sunday to Shabbos, and it's an extended weekend. Pesach is all week long, and Sukkot is all week long. But Shavuos is only one day, so Moshe Rabbeinu was, Oyev Yitzhola you love the Jewish people. So he made that Pesach, Shavuos is always an extended weekend, it's always on a Sunday. Like by us they have the president's uh, birthday, it's always an extended weekend. They joined the two presidents together, I think, they make one birthday for the two presidents, and it's always an extended weekend. So that was, in the Bayesheni period, they had a lot of trouble from the, from the Apikursim. So here also, the Apikursim didn't have... Square fillin. The din is that's halacha lemoche mishna. The Rambam explains and the Hagdama to the Pirush Hamishnayis halacha lemoche means a din that there's no way it's you can't figure out. Mitzvah is not a common sense svarah, and there's no way to read it in between the lines. There's no way to. There's no There's no, there's no way to figure it out. The Raman gives an example. Tfillin have to be black. There's no way to figure that out from the psukhim. Tefillin have to be ravua. They have to be square. There's no way to figure that out from the psukhim. So that's what the Mishnah says over here, that stukhim is Mam by There were a lot of stukhim around. A lot of them were kohanim and running the show in the base on So instead of having, um a by a Rosh, that would, a also, instead of having a by a that would be square, so they would have, uh, uh, a nut shape, egos or like a like an egg, it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, it would be roundish. It wouldn't it wouldn't be square. So the Ramas said these are halacha Moshe Mitzina. The have to be ravua, has to be square. The fillin has to be uh, black. The bittulis have to be black. And we, the bottom is a makloikas where machman. The batim also have to be black. This is purely halacha Moshe There's no way to read it in between the lines. That's what the Mishnah says, the person makes his tefillin shorosh round, circular. It's a sakana, he's not yet to the mitzvah because it's bustle. It's supposed to be square. And and it's a sakana because he may bump his head into the wall and the tefillin, because it's roundish, may make a dent in his head if he bangs into the wall because it uh, comes to a point on the bottom. Instead of having a flat bottom, it's going to be uh, like a nut shape, so it can make a dent in, his, in, his, in the top of his head. So that's was one issue. Then there's another issue, it says, los, You put the tzutkin on your hand. So they, they, the tzutkin would put it on the hand. On the hand. We put it on the muscle on top of the arm, but they would put it, los, they put it over here, in between the two eyes. We put it, we mm-hmm. put means on, above the hairline, over here, in the center, <clears throat> In fact, the Taisus in, in Sukkah discusses where did the Kangaro put the tzitz? So the Chumash says, t'omid, he should have the tzitz on his forehead. So Poshib shot the tzitz was over here, somewhere on the forehead. So the t- Tesis quotes the Targumunkle, and says, V'hayo Tomid, Nohi. Bein nohi means bein necha So Tosas thinks that according to the Targum the tzitz was over here, on the hairline, past the hairline, and then the Gemara says that Kangodal His hair would be visible in between the tzitz and the twillin and, and the and the um, what what was the root what was the head the headpiece was called uh, mitznefes. Sarei bein would have the tzitz somewhere over here. So Toset says, according to the the tzitz was not on, on the meitzach. Meitzach means on the fire. The Targum says So thinks it means where we put tzvilon, and then there would be the meznefas was further back and in between the tzitz, which was two etzvos and the Mitznefes, which began back here. The, the the uh, Klingon would wear the Tevilin Shorosh. So the Stukim didn't believe that. Stukim used to put the Trillin in between their eyes, So the mission says, puts the trillin on his forehead, in between his eyes, O al yodah al-Yodecha, on the hand, instead of on the muscle, this is the way the, the Apikur is This is the way the Christians are doing The Christians used to observe all the mitzvahs originally. They just, Rabbi uh, uh wrote in his essays years ago, he was fighting the battles of the mechitzah about having separate seating. So he wrote, I don't know, it must be sources in history books, that in the, in the days of, the early years of Christianity, the Jewish shul and the Christian shul were exactly the same. The only way to tell whether it's a Jewish shul or a Christian shul was whether there was a section for the women. Was it? Was there a separate section? Because the early Christians already introduced that the family who prays together stays together, so they didn't have a separate section for the women. That's what the conservative and the reform were following that tradition from the early Christians. So that's why Rabb Salavitch pointed out that the Ramban Achumish has a, a posik in addition to the pasuk not to take a haircut like uh, like the mishigoyim, not to walk around with torn uh, jeans, and not to not to do not to do crazy things like the umasoilam, many ridiculous things, have no talmud There's another din. It says in the chumash when we come there. It's obviously a lot of abdi avodazers. We shouldn't say What does that mean? <coughs> so the Gemara says on Masseha Sanhedrin, you're not allowed to worship Avadizor Kiddarka. Let's say Markulis. How do they worship the Avadhizor Markulus? They would throw stones at it. So throw stones, it looks like you're being the Vaza the Abu but that's the way they worship Markulis or Balpa'or. How would they worship Balpaor At they would, uh, they would, um, they would be rei, That's a bizon to the Abud Ezra. That's the way they worship the Abud So if you worship the Abud kedarka, you shouldn't ask Echayab da Mahem maheim salahei messi king. i money. I want to worship the Abud kedarka. You chayv misa, and if you worship the Abud Ezra shaloi kedarka, you only chayv misa if you do one of the Zibur chita nisal cheshdach. Well, one of the four Abudis. Zibur cheshkita zvicha. <laughs> <coughs> so that's the, that's how the Gemara says that. I uh, I want to worship Baba Zara. So the Ramban Chumash writes that's not Pshutushal mikra. He said that's an additional level of interpretation. But the Pshutushal mikra means differently. It means there are people who say this now. They say that we have a lot of stale Minhogim by the Orthodox. So we should look around by the Muslims and by the Christians and by the Hindus. What nice Minhogim do they have in their religion? We should adopt them into the Jewish religion. There are people who claim to be Orthodox rabbis, Orthodox rabbis, and they and they preach this. We should, we should part of it is true. We should talk and clean out some of the old Minhogim that don't make sense anymore. Rabbina Hirsch talks about that. He says, uh, just like Korbonis, the more Makudish it is, it becomes Nifsa belina earlier. It becomes nicer. Kochim, are more Kurdish than Kochim Kalim. So Kochim, Kochim can only eat at Yom Velaylo at Chatzos. And if you eat at Tilalos HaShach, Hatzos is Midarabonim, if you eat alo'is Tilalos HaShach, it becomes Nifsa belina. And if it's Kochim Kalim, less Makudish, so you have shnei Yom v'lay Velaylo at have a longer period of time. So he says, bin Hogam very sacred. hogama are very uh, holy. And a lot of times a uh, minig becomes stale, because uh, the minig made sense uh, 600 years ago, and today it doesn't make sense. So the Rabbanim, every generation, have to watch out. And if there's a minig that doesn't make any more sense, we should be Mabatolat minig. Should, you shouldn't preserve all the minhogg. We should revisit all of the minhogg. But to go to look by the Nochrim and to adopt and hug him that they have Lavaizar in our religion, so the Ramban said Nachumish. That's a Seperisa. That's the Pshut Shulmik. Ech yabdagoy maheim Not that I want to worship Lavaizar kedarco. Poor the poor. Zarek even the Markulus. No, they have beautiful menhogim. We want to adopt them into the Jewish religion. So that's what the Ramban said. That's a Seperisa. This was a nice kavana that they had, the family the prays together stays together. But if we're going to introduce that into Yiddishkeit, so then we'll be in violation of that separate law. That's what Rabbi Solveig, gets to say for years if the only shul where you can hear Tkioshaifa in your city is in a conservative or reformed temple where they have mixed seating, so he would say it's better to stay home and to forego the Tkioshaifa. If you'll go to the conservative temple, You'll be Aitsiditkiya Shafer. And the first day Roshan is there Isa. If you go to the temple, you hear the Shaf, you'll be the Shafer, but at the same time, because you're fulfilling a mitzvah in this um, atmosphere where they have mixed seating in the shul, and that's in imitation of the churches. So you'll be in violation of the Deha money. So he says Besser better he didn't he said he's not making a Hai Rasha, he's not making A Gzaira. He's saying just common sense dictates rather than go to shul and hear the mitz hear the shayfa, and fulfill the mitzvah of shayfa and at the same time violate avir vecha yagdo. It's better to stay home and not to do the mitzvah, not to have the avir. He said he's not in the style of making this is He thought this was a pasuk that, uh, to that it's better not to go to the shul. So that's what the mishnah says over here that the minim uh, the, the, the Maybe the men is, we you Yeshua nuts with the original Christians. They used to wear tefillin, But they didn't follow the Torah Ped. pad. they were worshipping Abu also. So, uh, so the tefillin the tvilin used to be, they were, they were agulos. Us, the tvilos agula, the shalrosh was not, uh, a square, was some flat on the bottom. They would put the yad on the hand instead of on the muscle. They would put the shalrosh, ben literally. Then the Mishnah and Zorah, Tzipan zahav, if you coated the tefillin with gold, is no good. And also, in the son of Beis if you put the tefillin shoyar on top of your sleeve, Beis is a sleeve, so that's a chatzitzah, so that's no good, you're not yaitzeh. That's a derech Chitzainim. The chitzayim are the non-Orthodox Jews that didn't follow the traditions of the Torah Shabbat. that. what exactly does it mean, tzipan zahav? He coated them, tzipan, he coated them with gold. What did he coat with gold? So this is a big machlekes in the Rishanim. Some Rishanim say, tzipan zohav, he coated the tfilin, instead of having a bias, shalrosh or shalyad, whatever, made from leather, he coated the parshios with golden bottom. Instead of making a bias with leather, he made a bias with gold. And the other pshat is no tzipon to the tzvillin. He has a kosher pair tzvillin. The parshios are cloth, and the batim are made from uh, leather. And he coated the leather batim with gold. So what's wrong with that? So if you learn the first pshat, seep to the parshios, he was he coated the parshios with gold. Means instead of making the batim out of leather, he made it out of gold. That's not acceptable. So why not? So Rashi says because we learn that from a pasuk. That the leman tier taras hashem eficha men amuta b'eficha. This Gemara has a drushin. The Gemara says shehe hakol li behem atahiru. It's in bame and on Shabbos bavchovches. So the Gemara says you have a pasuk leman tier taras hashem eficha The pasuk goes on the on the parchment that you write the parshiyos on, and it goes on the bayis rosh because you have a shin or two shins. We have two shins on the Bayish HaRosh. Bayish al-rosh doesn't have any, any letters on the Bayish, but the Bayish rosh has the letter Shin. <coughs> so the Lord says, Toreh Hashem B'ficho, on the cloth where you're going to write the parashios, or on the Bayish Rosh where you're going to have a Shin, so that's Toreh Hashem has to be B'ficho, where you're going to put Oisius from Dibre Torah, Kadesh V'yokiv Yahu, Yam Shamaya Sh'moyah, has to be on the cloth that's Ben Hamuta and the Bai Shal-Rosh has to be menah mutah How do you know that the Ritzu, on the Ritzu is there are no letters at all? That's what it would appear for the Gemara. That's what Toysi Ta'in is against Rashi. The Gemara says, Keshe Shal-Tfilin is halokha l'marish So Rashi, The Keshe Kesha tfilin means you have the Shin on the shal Then you have the Dalit in the back of the, the Keshe Shal-Rosh and the Yud on the Shal-Yad. So that spells out Shem Hashem. Shin Yud is one of the seven names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Shem and So the Gemara says, the Gemara comments on the Pasuk in the, at the end of the Techeche, in Kisobah, the but all the nations in the world will see, Ki Hashem Nikro Alecho, they will see that you are be wearing al Rosh, which has Shem Hashem, as the name of Hashem Shindalad Yud, as the Shin on the Bayi Rosh has the dollar on the Kesher, the Yud is on the Shalyad, that they're not going to see, because the Shalyad is cover up over here. Or the Cholios, people can't see the Yud, but they can see two-thirds of the Shem, Shindalad Yud. So that's what Rashi interprets, and that Agarata, because the Tuan cuz the have the two-thirds of the three letters of the Shem, Shindalad Yud. So then the Gemara comments, for the y- Ibech, or the Pasik then the Nakrum will be afraid of the of the people. That's why the last Labad Shirebad had it started all Nipsahatvillin. He wanted to get all the soldiers in the army to wear Tvillin that, that the enemy will see them wearing Tvill and they'll be afraid to start up with the Jewish soldiers. That was years, years ago. That is Nipsah Tfillin. Now they have they try to get everybody to wear Tvillon. Good? Okay. good so if Shipan zahav means I coated the parshias with gold instead of making the bias instead of making the bias of leather I made the bias from gold. So Rashi explains, how do you know that that's not good? Because we learn now from the pasuk Mantia hashem beficha menamuta beficha has to be the leather that you use has to not only the parchment that you use for the for the cloth to write the parshias should be from a kosher animal. Strictly speaking, the skin of an elephant or the skin of a horse is not treif. Only the busser of a behemoth maya is treif. The skin, karnayim and tlofim, the the hoofs and the horns, if an animal has horns, and the skin and the, and the and the and the hide, this is not busser. So strictly speaking, even if it comes from a behemoth maya it's not treif. But you're not allowed to use, or beheh metameh, an amutu befich has to come from a kosher animal. more said, it doesn't have to have a proper shchita, even if it's nevelis or trefis. It's also good, but it has to be from a kosher animal as opposed to a non-kosher animal. <clears throat> so Rashi said, that's what you learn now from the posseh, that the, the the cloth that you write the parashiyas on, and the bayish arosh, has to be from a kosher animal. Igmar just says, how do you know the Ritsuas? The Ritsuas don't have any oiseis at all. That's what Tosas' time is against Rashi. Mm-hmm. Tosas says that Kesher Shel doesn't mean that it has to have a dollar and it has to be a yud. That's only with the Rabbonim, thinks. Kesher Shel has to be a Kesher Shal Kayam. Has to be a Kesher Agabi Kesher. That's not so easy to take out. That's Igmar, the, the last perik in Erevin. Perikan Vojtse Twilin. The Gemara says, if you find a pair of tefillin on Shabbos in the garbage can, and the garbage collectors, the Goyish garbage collectors, are going to collect all the garbage, they're going to incinerate it. So they're going to burn the tefillin. So you have to try to save the tefillin. So you can't carry it, there's no air of the Rishus rub. So what can you do? So if the tefillin already have a cash round, I'm so put on the tefillin, wear the tefillin on Shabbos, and, and walk quickly to a house. There are a few pairs of tefillin there. So there's a satanaim. Can you put on two shalyads at what time? Two shalroshis at one time? You have to put on one shalyad and one shalrosh at a time. Maybe it's a violation of baltaisik. if you're going to have two. So it's a discussion. The Gmar says, what if the have inhabits Suez, but they don't have a kesher on them? Are you permitted to make the kesher on Shabbos? The Gemara says, no, because the kesher shal has to be a kesher shalkayama. So if you're going to make a kesher shalkayama, that will be a malacha of kosher. That's one of the 39 malachas on Shabbos. You're not allowed to do kosher. And if you're just going to make um, uh, what do you call it a bow, a bow, it, you, it doesn't have to have it doesn't have to have Dalid in the Yud doesn't need any tzur. It's only made the rabbana the Dalid in the Yud. But it has to be a Kesher Shal So if you're just going to make a bow and you're going to wear it, that's not that's that's not the normal way to wear Tefillin. So that's not called Derech Levisha. Then it's called the Hitzor. If you wear Tefillin in the street on Shabbos the same way you wear it on on the weekdays. So then it's called levisha. The tefillin is considered a Tachshid. Whenever you wear something, either clothing or a Tachshid, so that's not called an isar so. The tefillin is considered a, a takshit. only if it's Kosher tfilin. But If you're going to make the kashish enishel kayama, then it's not. Uh, then it's not normal tefillin. So then it's an isar so that's the way rashi launched sipon you coated the parshios with gold you made the bottom out of gold instead of out of leather it should made from it should be made from hide from a kosher animal but other Vishnu learn sipon to the bottom i have filling in a bayish then i put a coating of coal of of gold on top of the trillin. sipon the trillin, not sipon the parshios sipon means he put a coating of gold on top of the button. So what's wrong with that? It's a Hidor Mitzvah. What's wrong? Let's say you have a talit and you have an Atorah. So good. So you made a Hidor Mitzvah. So what's wrong if you have Trillin and put the gold coating on top? So the Gemara says there's an issue of Baischitz and Sheinoraya Eshavir. The Gemara talks about Baischitz and Es Haavir, a different story. Let's say you have a Baischel Rosh. So you have to have Kadesh, Vayakir Yacheshmah, Vayyoim Shamoah in order, and if you're going to have a different Parsha, at this end instead of having Kadesh, you're going to have uh, Parsha's uh, Mishpatim, the first the first uh, paragraph in Parsha Mishpatim, so on one end is supposed to be Kadesh, it's supposed to be Raya Savir, the last thing in this direction, the other end Vyacha, is supposed to be on the outside. So if you have a different, you have the first paragraph on Mishpatim before Kadesh, you're gonna have the last paragraph of Mishpat Disen. Instead of having Vayaki Vyacha on this side, you have another parasha that you put in. So that's Bayeshchit and Shenerayah because you have a different parasha there. In addition to the dollar parashas, you had to put a fifth and a sixth parasha. That's called Bayeshchit and Shenerayah Saviyah. It's easier, The same is true if you coat the bottom, the leather bottom, if you coat them with gold, the gold is also considered a chatzitza. And it's a violation of the Din, by schitz and Shein and are there, so they are on an apostle. So that's why the Mishnah says, it's miderech ha-chitsayinim. is a derech and Yonat it's a apostle, a parrot film. And what's the story of Nesana, Beis Unkeli What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? So Rashi on the Mishnah has, Rashi quotes the droshe that the Gemara has in Menachas, on Daflam and Zayim. Rashi by the narrow lines because calls, He's supposed to wear the tefillin on the top of the arm if you wear the tefillin on the palm of your hand, like the Minim did, so then everyone will see the tefillin. But if you wear the tefillin on top of the muscle over here, it's going to be, if you're going to wear it on top of the shirt sleeve, on top of the jacket sleeve, then it's going to be lacherem So you have to wear it, you have to pull the sleeve. The sleeve shouldn't be mafzik in between the floor, the bottom of the tefillin and the arm. You should put the sleeve on top of the tefillin. So that's called lacholios v'la lacherem So that's what Rashi said, that's what it says in the Gemara. That's how you know that there's a din of chatzitza in shalyad. Is there a din of chazitzah in Rosh? It doesn't say fairish and the Gemara. So that's a possibility. That's uh, two days in Shulchan Maybe there's no din of in Rosh. If a person is going to wear a big uh, Russian uh, hat, and then to keep warm in the winter, and then going to put tefillin on top of the Russian hat or a big uh, a big uh, felt hat, then going to put tefillin on top of the hat. He doesn't even feel he doesn't even feel that there is any Tevil in there. The and us mm-hmm. are so far away from his head. So that for sure is no good. He doesn't even sense on his head that there's filling in there. But let's say he has a big Yarmulke, and he has the rosh on top of the Yarmulke, and when he, when he makes the rosh tight, he can feel the rosh is on his head. So that's a big Machlokas in Shulchanach. Is there a din of on a rosh? There used to be one of the prominent members in the Rabbinical Council of America was bold, they so used to wear a toupee. So people asked them, other abonim asked them that they uh, can't have any chatzitzahs. They so said, the rob said it's okay. Observation said it's okay. Yeah, observation was giving shiran and hilches tfilin. The year after he had his surgery. So the doctors told me she should take it easy. she should give shiurim on some easy topic. He used to always give two sure A shir for the smicha students and a shir for the college students, for the undergraduates. So they told him the year after uh, he had the surgery, he came back to shiva. Tainas sister, I think. He had the surgery in the middle of the year. <clears throat> so they told him, so afterwards he only said one shir for the smichas, so he didn't give the shi'ah for the undergraduates, and the next year they told him, you should give an easy shi'ah. So the next year he learned a Hilchas Kriya Satera, Hilchas Tfilin and Tzitzis, and Bishnah Yitzchala. So that took a whole year. And when we were learning that, uh, this rabbi from the RCA was there, he was listening to the shiur. At the time, I don't think he's alive anymore. So Rabbi Salveshe was explaining all the different opinions. So there's one opinion, that the Dinah Chatzitsa only applies to Shalyad. The Mishnah says, he puts the Shalyad on the sleeve. And so wind up in the passage, The Dinah Chatzitsa is only by Shalyad, by rosh is not Dinah Chatzitsa. He didn't say we pass him like that. He was always explaining, whenever he gave his shirat Shulchanuch, he always explained all the opinions. So this rabbi said, the rabbi said it's okay. The rabbi said that there is a tana, there is a rishon who says that it's okay. He it didn't say la it's okay. Anyway, that's the Mishnah. <laughs> the Levush is a Shulchan by from the, from the 1600s. So he, he's the most, uh, he's the Achman that most people disagree with. It. Apparently when he wrote this, he has on he has on every section of Shuhrach has a different name. So in Yaradeya he's called the Lubusha Terazov. His name is Martha Martrayafir. And the Pasik Miguel Sesta says Martrayaf Marthayat Malafnam Elf Bagush Treyus Vahur a terazov gidodovatah putshansa all of a So all of his farm are based on that posik. So I'm Mish, but he's called the Ir Shusha. The Shah quotes him all the time, the Irushusha. And then, uh, and then on Yeridaya, the Sha'k quotes him every page. The Atar is up, the Lebuch Atar So the Lebuch, he always wrote explanations on the Didim and the Shulchan Aruch without looking back into the Gemara. So a lot of times he gets wrong. He writes things that he can't the Gemara. There's the famous story about the Shagasaryeh, that uh, <clears throat> when he accepted to be the rabbi in Metz, uh, he was a rabbi in France, in the city Metz. Um, he was already an old man, and they, they were wondering how, how long can he stay there. So he told him he was going to be there at least, whatever, 20 years. And then when he was 90, something like that, when he was 90 years old, he went to the bookcase to take out a sefer. An old bookcase fell on him. And he wasn't so healthy at the age of 90, so he was fragile. So he, they were trying to pull him out from under all the swarim. He fell down on the floor, the whole bookcase fell on him. So he said, these swarim, all these Akhrainim, he always disagreed with them during his lifetime, and now they all joined together and they ganged up on him and they jumped him. And he asked them all, and everybody was more except the lavush. Because he was more than everybody. I said, he's going to die. He's going to die now because the Levush killed him. Levush took the comma, why he disagreed with him so much. So that's the taina against the Levush. The Levush writes a lot of things that are against the Ophanigamah. So here the Levush has this famous comment. The drusha is, he can't have the shalyad on top of the sleeve. Because, so if, What do you do if you have a sleeve? So you have to pull the sleeve over the shalyad, so the shalyad should be covered. So some people are machted not to pull the sleeve over the shal yad before, before you first put on the Shalrosh. because the brocha that you say relates back to the shal rosh also. The Gemara says if you talk in between Shalyad and shal you go in brocha shenetsvicha. You have to say an extra brocha on the shal If you don't talk in between shal and shal so the brocha l'hanech tfilin that you said on the shal goes on the shal rosh also. <coughs> So, you're not supposed to be mafzik in between. So the question is, if you're going to cover over the shalyad, strictly speaking, that's only a chumrah from the labush. So many people feel that that's a hefzik. You're not allowed to be mafzik unnecessarily in between the shalyad and the shalyad. Some people want to fix the, pull the sleeve down, because the bayish shalyad may not be sitting in the right location if you're going to have the whole sleeve rolled up. So you want to put, you want to make sure the shayad is sitting properly. So part of putting on the shoyad securely is to roll the, the sleeve down that it shouldn't be in the way. So the shoyad will be sitting properly. So there are two practices where they cover over the shoyad before you put on the shoyad or the after, not to be mopsic between hanacha shoyad and hanacha shoyad. But the whole lavush, the whole idea of the lavush that you're supposed to cover up the shoyad, so the Paschim say that it's not correct. There's a separate sefer by the Minkacher by Rebbe. The Minkacher Rebbe was a moyal. So he has a sefer on Hilchas Mila. And it has together also Hilchas Tfilim. I think it's called Os Bris Kodesh or something. I forgot already what it's called. I have it in the house somewhere. I, can't, I was looking for it before, I couldn't find it. So he says. Os that, Chayim Meshalom. What? Os Chayim o- Meshalom. Os Chayim so I think half of the Sefer is on Brismila and half of the Sefer is on Hilchas Tfilim. So he writes that the Levush with all due respect is wrong. The Levush said you have to cover over the Shalyad with the sleeve, so it's against the Gemara. The Gemara says you don't need L'chol y'os The Gemara says it should be bamakam the Instead of putting the Tfilim on the palm of the hand, you should put it on the top where the muscle is, that part of the, the hand everybody sees, it's exposed. The muscle part, the upper part, above the elbow, people don't see that uh, part of the arm. So it should be but it doesn't mean that you have to cover up. There's no thing you have to cover over the shayat at all. It's the fairish against the gemar. That's one of the many lines in the lavush that are, that are not correct. The lavush was, I think, was for many years it wasn't reprinted. So people stopped looking in the lavush. You don't have it. But some chacham reprinted it. Around 20, 30 years, they reprinted it, and people are again looking into the Lavush. Very nice, beautiful uh, printing. But he has so many things that are not accurate. Mishnah Bhu quotes them all the time. He, he quotes the normal things that he says, the normal explanations. Anyway, that's the Mishnah. So the is explaining, <coughs> the is explaining every line in the Mishnah. So the first line in the Mishnah says, if the teller has a hang-up, he doesn't want to do it because he's wearing colored clothing, even on a day that he's wearing white clothing, I feel a him, you shouldn't allow him to do Maybe he's from the Minim, maybe he's an apikur, maybe he's an avidavad-ezzar. Avid Otherwise, where did he get his hang-up not to do it with colored clothing? My time, well, why don't we allow him to do a from Hashinan? Shem Amin, this is kapo, maybe he has some apikursus, maybe, he maybe he's from the Minim, from the, from the Christians. So that's the next line in the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, "Oh, that's what it says in the Mishnah." There's halachah lemoishim misin. I said the Mishnah is recording. The Gemara says, should I say? Should I say that the Mishnah is telling us this din that appears on a tricer? Tfilah Allah halachah lemoishim misin. The tfilah has to be ravua, has to be square. yet. So the Gemara says, "No, not necessarily. It could be omra pape." Not necessarily. It could be that they don't have to be ravua. It just means, the mishnah goes, if it's like a nut, or it's like a, a, an egg, it's in Gansan, not rectangular at all. Maybe rectangle is good enough, maybe it doesn't have to be a square. For the mishnah you can't tell, there has to be. There's a Braysa that says, has to be ravua, has to be a square. How many parts of the Trillin have to be a square? So Moshe has a chuva. he writes, there are, I think he writes, there are four things that have to be square, the bottom of the bias, both Shalyad and Shorosh, has to be square. Then the Tvira, the Tvira is like uh, a quarter of an inch from the edge of the bias, so the Tvira has to be Ravua, square. Then the bottom of the bias, the, you have the bias on top of the flat bottom. So the bottom of the bias has to be square as it touches the flat part, and the top of the bias has to be square. So you have four things that have to be square. The top of the bias, the bottom of the bias when it touches the flat the bottom, the lid on the bottom, and then the fierus have to be square, and then the the floor of the base has to be square. Four things have to be rubber. Right. And it's not enough. And the four angles have to be right angles. You can't make a rhombus. I think it's called the rhombus. That all the four bars of the of the rectangle are the same length but but it's on a tilt, so they're not right angles. There's going to be, some of the angles will be smaller than 90 degrees, some of them will be bigger than 90 degrees. That's no good. That's what the Umar says, it has to be Baalachsainam. The Alachsain from the top left corner to the bottom right corner should be the same length as the Alachsain from the top right corner to the bottom left corner. If it's going to be a rhombus, it's not going to be right angles on all the four corners, then the alaksan is not going to be the same. That means it has to be a square. You have to have four things have to be square. A lot of times when they do the stitching, they do the stitching so they have big holes. They're, they're, they're small holes, but they're too big, they're too large, and the, and the, tf- the giddin that you use to tie are very thin. So a lot of times you're not going to have a square, because the gid only covers a tiny bit of the nekev, and the and and the other gid that's coming, there's one there's one gid that's going mm-hmm. horizontally, vertically. one gid is going horizontally, and they don't touch each other in the corner. There's an empty space over there where there is no gid. So then the tefir is not balachsim. You have to make sure that the hole should not be so big, or the gid should be fatter, fatter. But if you have a, a too large a hole, and the git is very skinny, then it's not going to fill up the whole hole. So, you, so the the square is going to be missing in the corner. You're not going to have a square. That's the Gemara. <clears throat> then the Mishnah continues. The Mishnah was listing off shtick that the Apikursim had, that the Rebbe the Avodah Zarah had, so it continues, Ha'amini baruchu chatoivim derech That's also the meaning, we speak like that. What does he mean, Yobaruchu chatoivim? So I seem to remember the Me'iri, a Megillah has six Pshatim, six different interpretations. So one of the interpretations is, I say the good angel should bless you. Like we say, Baruchun We say, Shalom Aleichem on my Friday night. And then we ask the angels, "By Achem please come." And then we say, "Bachunim Shalom, give me a bracha." So the Miri learns that's exactly what the Mishnah says: you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to ask the angels for any blessings. The good angels should bless you. So you're not allowed to say that. We don't ask the angels for anything. We talk to the Baruch Shalom directly. We don't need any intermediaries. <coughs> they quote Rav Chaim and they quote it from the Vilna it is not proper to say uh on Friday night, and um, and when you say the slichas, so uh, made and before Rosh Hashanah. Also, at the end of the slichas, you have a section Malachi Please pray to the So they quote from the Chasam Soiv has this, and his So it's not right. You shouldn't ask the Malachim for anything. We don't ask the Malachim. We talk directly to the Roshon. We don't need any intermediaries. So that's one pshat. If Ochuch at Toivim is Meshaskim also, men in Shanim say it's not true. Men in Shanim say there's nothing wrong. The simple pshat and the pasuk is Amalcha Galai Sevareches Hanar. The Malach should bless the children, <coughs> the way we say the pasuk. If you hold that, you're not allowed to ask Malachim for any blessing, so you read the posse differently. I feel You have to look on the Chonish what's right before Hamalachagel. Malachagel is a continuation of the previous posse. Then Yabaruch means the Rabbanish should bless me. The two don't go together. We start from the second posse. If you start from the first posse, you can read it differently. The Rabbanish Lom from there. the Malachagel goes to the end of the previous posse. So, uh, so others have different, other we say there's nothing wrong with asking Malachim to help you out. Rashi and, the uh, Gemara learns like there's nothing wrong. But it's a big makolik. So they say the Vil was opposed. The Chsam sefer also says in his that he writes about saying Malachi Rachmim at the end of the, uh, the end of the Sleeches. So he says by the time you get to the end of the Slichas, the Chazana is always ahead and you have to leave something out anyway. He won't be able to finish all the slichs anyway. Instead of saying everything, so he says, So leave out Malachi because there are those who hold you are not allowed to say it. He says, You're not going to take a stand on the maklaikas, maklaikas of But he says, by the time it comes to the end of the you have to skip something anyway. So skip that, because that's a questionable part. So that's one pshat. Another pshat, Rashi learns, Yivachuch HaToyvim, not the good angel should bless you. You tell a boss of Adam. No, you are Only tzaddikim should daven to the Rabbounim. The rishoyim have no right to daven. See, so not allowed to say that. There is a derech aminus. So Rashi explains why, because we have a tradition that when you want to have, and when you want to have tefillah betzibur, tzibur is a rashi teves tzadik beis tzaddikim tzadikin beinanim rishoyim. You have to have the whole quality all together. The Gemara says, "Kol Aina If you want to have a Tainas or you want to be good as a Tainas and the Tzibur, you have to have, the whole Tzibur should participate. The Tzibur means the, the Roshayim also. That's why we say, If they put people in Kerem, people who violate Averis, and sometimes you put them in Kerem, put them in nidui, and we declare in the Kerem that we're not going to let them daven in the Shul. That's part of the nidui. we're, we're uh, staying away from them, excommunicating them, we're not going to allow them to come to shul. But for Yom Kippur, that's a tiny seba, so you have to have everybody daven. And Rashi quotes from the Gemara increases, that's learned out from the Keturus. You have 11 Samamanim in the K'taris, and one of them is Chalbunah. Chalbunah, Rashi says, is a rech, It doesn't have a good odor at all, it doesn't smell good at all. So why do you mix it in? So only have 10 Samamanim, why do you need 11 if one of them has a bad rech? The others have such a good reach, it covers over on the bad reach from the Chalbino. So what need the, the Chalbino, the answer is, to teach you this lesson, to teach you this lesson, that you have to have, you have to be mitzarev to Rishoyim, and Avodis Hashem, whenever you can, on a time of Sibu, you have to be mitzarev to Rishoyim. That's what the Maharsho said, that's why you need 11 Samum because the russia is not mitzarev to the Minyan, because uh, he's, he's a Nidu, he's a Kherim. So you had, you want to have ten religious Jews to make a good menu. That's what uh, that's what it's all about. that it should be a tiny seebush, Yeshmo Mi You have everybody participate. Um I think the men, the Mincha is died before the Second World War. He didn't see the Second World War, but he lo- saw the First World War. So he has a tshuvda, where he they raised an issue, maybe the Bezim should be a tainis, that the war should end, because Jewish people were losing their lives in the First World War. So he says he doesn't think it's proper for two reasons. So he says, first of all, you're only a tainis tzibur if you think there's a chance that the tzibur may be hayza v'tshuva. And he says he doesn't see that there's a chance. There are so many secular Jews, he doesn't see that there's a chance that the Tzibo is going to be of the Chuvah. And then he says the second reason that he quotes from the Chsam Seifer. The Chsam Seifer at the end, uh, Ch- Ch- Seifer was from Frankfurt. That's how he signs off on all of his Chuvahs. Moshe HaKot in Frankfurt. He was a Yekeh, but at the end of his life, for many years, he was the rabbi in, in Persburg in Hungary. So there was some, and he kept a diary, which was printed, many, many years ago it was printed. So in his diary, he writes a little bit of what was happening, a little history. And he writes a bar mitzvot Russia that he prepared for a nephew, I think, and a shepherd brachas Russia that he delivered. Has the, here and there he has the return. So he writes a little bit, there was some kind of a Moham, a Prussian-Austrian war or something, and the whole city of Preshburg was Sakona and all the people had to leave the city. For the duration of time that, uh, that the war, a couple of months, the war took. And uh, he says, um, he says every day of the war, they said, Ravina You have to dab in you have to dab in special trilos when there's a Muhammad. So he said, every day they said, Ravina Malkainu, and every day they would say the long Buhurachum. We only say them on and Thursday, but he said, Vishas Muhammad. You have to have Mitzvah says the Lizzuk of the Ramamites and the first Perak of Aloch Aleph and Elchaz Taniyas. Mitzvah says the Lizzuk Alohariya, Kol Tzoresh Atova Ola Tzivu. means not Lizzuk, Lizak means serious davening, like Avinu Malkenu is screaming. And Teploha Tzoytzvis, Lizzuk Alohariya, Teploha Tzoytzvis. Now it's just so now, many of the places just say Avinu Malkenu every day, in the yeshivas and the army bases, and a lot of the shuls and the yeshivas they say Avinu Malkenu every day. <laughs> and um, and they blow chatzaytsviz, they blow silver chatzaytsviz. But Moshe Panshah has a Jew, I think it's in the first Negress Moshe, Chelik How come the Mishnah is saying when you have a tiny seed, but you're supposed to blow chatzaytsviz? How come we don't do that mitzvah? How come we don't blow chatzaytsviz? So he just says to justify the practice, how come we don't blow chatzaytsviz? So he quotes the Maggad Mishnah who says that this mitzvah of Tkiyos Chatzaitzvahs can only be fulfilled with the of the Beis Ham-Ignush. So since we don't have any Beis Ham-Ignush, we don't have any Chatzaitzvahs of the Beis the whole mitzvah doesn't apply. But when you look at Mishnah Brura, and the Mishnah Brura doesn't quote that Maggad Mishnah, he raises the issue, how come we don't blow He gives, uh, he says other, uh, other answers. He said, We don't have a Jewish government in Herz Yisrael. Now we do have a Jewish government in Herz Yisrael. The Mishnah doesn't quote that Maga Mishnah. It's questionable whether the Olavishainim agreed to that Maga Mishnah, that the Mitzvah of Kios Chatzetzos only applies if it's Chatzetzos of the Beis Amigdos. It wouldn't seem to be true, because the Mishnahs talk about blowing Chatzetzos on a tiny siba. it means Bismarah Amigdos in the Migdos. Sounds like all over they would blow Chatzetzos. Very questionable. So now, in the, a lot of the places in Eretz they blow chazitzus. It's expensive. They make chazitzus. So the so the some cipher, they raised an issue. Maybe we should decrease the times that the war should end in the war that he was in. That Presburg was was in. The, all the Jews had to leave the city. Everybody had to leave the city. So he says. He doesn't say what the he doesn't he doesn't say what the uh, minkacha okay. writes that there's so many secular Jews. He only goes at tiny tzeibur if there's a if the, it looks like there's a chance that the tzeibur may do tshuva. He doesn't write like that. He says the Gemara makes a statement Mohammed aras de degalula, and he says if you're going to be going at the at to wash it in. Then you're going to be slowing down the gula. We don't want the gula to slow down. We want the gula to come as soon as possible. So he says, you're not allowed to be, you're not allowed to pray that the war should end because you're slowing down the gula. That's what Nintayahu says. They don't want a ceasefire, a permanent ceasefire. They want to fight till he kill every one of these Amalekim. You're going to, if you're going to have a permanent ceasefire now, so the whole war was Levatollah. All, all the Jewish lives were lost for nothing. Several hundred soldiers already. They lost their lives. They're nothing. So, so that's what that's what uh, that's what the Khsam wrote. And that's what the Munkatcher quotes that from the Khsam diary. He understood that all wars in the world are aschal the gula. And if you're going to pray that the war should end, in effect, he's slowing down the gula. So you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to slow down the gula. So again, so there, Rabbi, there is, Rabbi, aren't we praying in Shmonesre Hamvrachs myself by Shalom? So is that for ending war? Or for that's something different. We want to have the war should end with an itzachin. For the the forces of good should wipe out the forces of evil. We want to have that kind of a Shalom. We don't want to have a a permanent ceasefire. It's not going to be permanent. The enemy is going to come attack us again. And they said they're going to come again, 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 and again they kill every single Jew. So that's not called shalom. We pray for the day that there should be peace in the whole world. There shouldn't be any Amalekin. There shouldn't be anybody who wants to wipe out the Jewish people. But to stop the war in the middle now means to to give a victory to the enemy. And then they say explicitly, they plan to come again and again till they kill out all the Jews. So you're not allowed to stop such a war. So in the Chassam self a Depression War or whatever, that, that yeah. also was similar that he... he understood that all wars in the world are the Gula. Rashi on the Gemara doesn't seem to learn like that. Rashi says the wars regarding controlling Eretz stroke, if the Jews win the war, that's an the Gula. That's what Rashi sounds like, he says. Because mm-hmm. the Gula means Binyabes Hamigdosh. And Binyabes Hamigdosh is the third mitzvah in a series of three. That have to be fulfilled in a certain order. So the Gemara in Sanhedrin quotes it, and it's the first line in the Rambam The Gimel Mitzvahs Yisrael LaOris. When the Jewish people entered Eretz Yisrael, they became obligated to fulfill three mitzvahs in this order. First, L'hamid to establish a Jewish government controlling all of Eretz Yisrael. It's not enough that we live in Eretz Yisrael; After a Jewish government controlling the government in Eretz Yisrael. Then you have to have, the, the Jewish government has to have a standing army, they have to wipe out Amalek. And after the wipe out Amalek, then you have to build a base up here. So that's called Gula. So that establishing a Jewish government, maintaining a Jewish government, controlling all of Eretz Yisrael, is the thing that's going to lead, that's going to be the Aschal of the Gula. is part of Eretz Yisrael. When Yitzchak the psukim say that when Yitzchak of Ahira there was a famine, like in the days of Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu went down to Egypt. So Yitzchok did everything according to the tradition that he got from his father. So there was a famine during his lifetime. He was going to do exactly the same as Avraham Avinu. He was going to go down to Mitzrayim. So on the way, he passed through Avimelech, Melech Geror. That's in the So Kodesh Baruch has said, out so there in You have to stay here. You're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. It's You're not following in the family tradition. If you'll go to Mitzrayim, that'll be keneged Adin, because you were offered as a carbon. And a carbon will be Nipsal Beyoitsi. Avraham your father, was not a carbon, so he was allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. But if you'll leave Eretz Yisrael, you'll be Nipsal Beyoitsi, Sapsul So you have to stay here in in Gror, in Chavalaz, because Azah, it's part of Eretz Yisrael. Then Kodesh Baruch Hu says, I'm going to give you kol harot Yisrael. I'm going to give you not only Eretz Yisrael, the Lama al-Alt I'm going to give you Sheba as well. was always part of Eretz Yisrael. There were always shuls there. There were always Rabbanim there. All the generations. Were always was always part of Eretz Yisrael. That's, uh, that's what Rashi says. If the Jews win the war as the... And the war is revolving about who's going to control the government in Eretz Yisrael, the parts of Eretz Yisrael, the Jews win the war. That's an aschalt to the gul. That's the first step of the Jewish government controlling the role of Eretz Yisrael. So again, is what's wrong with it? So one shot is you shouldn't ask malachim. A lot of rishonim say you shouldn't ask malachim to give a bracha. You shouldn't ask malachim to pay the Yisrael for you. You're not allowed to. Others say it is permissible. So Yivachuchotav means a different thing. Only Tzaddikim have a right to daven. Rishayim don't have a right to daven. And that's not right. Because we say, uh, we mix in Chalbeno. Even though it has a Rechra, because we want to have the Rishayim joined together. That's what the Develte says, that the word Sibra is a It's and Devin, and Whenever you have a tiniest but you have to have all, all should participate. And then the third shot, a the shot, some Rishanim have is, Menatora, you only have to bench if he ate Kidei sviyah. V'achauta v'savata If you just ate a little bit of bread, and he ate a kazais, and he's so hungry, so the bichas ha-mozahin zonim is So some say, You only have to bench, you only have to thank the Rebani Shilolim if he ate Kidei sviyah. So that's Harezid it Chaminus. They're not following the Takana, der Rabban. Because the Chachamim said, we should bench even if you only ate a Kazayis al-Kabaytzam, Achluk al-Satanayim, Rabiud and Rameir. In, in, in Brachas, how much bread do you have to eat in order to be Chayef to bench? Then there are another three Pshatim in the Meiri. He has a whole bunch of Pshatim. So this is an important Mishnah. This is the way the Meiri quotes that Pshat. This is the Mokr for the Vilnego and the Rabchaim Volojana that they said, you're not permitted to ask the Malochim. To do anything for you. We go directly to Rabbi Shalom. Or if a person will say, a person is dabbing for omen, he's the chazan, and he'll say, You have Rahmanis, you gave us a mitzvah, Shiloh HaKan, And the whole purpose of Shiloh HaKan is to have Rahmanis on the mother bird. Mother bird shouldn't be heartbroken when she sees you're going to take away her eggs, you're going to take away her chicks. The mother has a special love for the, for the eggs. A lot of times people don't realize, uh, a lot of times the male, the father, sits on the eggs. And this only applies when the mother sits on the eggs. You have to be able to tell the difference between a male and a female. Sometimes some birds, uh, in the daytime, one parent sits, and at nighttime a different parent sits. I think in the daytime the father sits. The mother sits on the birds, I think at night. You have to know when you want to do shiloch hakan. You have to send away the mother. So the chazan is dabbing. Paran is going to say, "Rabbanu Shalom." He gave him a mitzvah to have rahmanis on the birds. You should have rachmanis on us also. So you're not allowed to say it like that. If you say al katzipi, you get But the other thing, mishaskemus. So he tell me you're not allowed to say it like that. What's wrong? What's wrong if we say it like that? So the Gemara has different. Was well, going to give different interpretations. Let's see, let's see. So the first is, or, We should praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu when wonderful things happen. When tragedies occur, we don't say any blessings. We don't bless the Rebbe Shalom. When he does things that we consider happy things, then we praise him. So the Mishnah says, you're not allowed to say it. He says, we only praise Ha-Kadosh Baruch when good thing happen, or if a person says, say, any of the above. You, you tell them you're not allowed to talk like that. What do you mean? No, we say when a tragedy occurs, you also say, Abruchet. we say, when a wonderful thing occurs, you say, yonu, and when a tragedy occurs, you have to say, the text of the brucha has to correspond to our perception. If we perceive it as a tragedy, you got to say brochure. We perceive it as a wonderful thing and say, I'll tell you about The Gemara says in brochure, there's a Mishnah brochure. But the Shema Machus, Shema Malchus. We don't say Shema Malchus, do we? The Mishnah brochure says the minute is that you only say Shema Machus when it's a relative of yours. That you have to observe our daily list, then you say dynamis to shame hashem When it's another tragedy, terrible tragedies, we don't say shame malchus. But he said the meaning is adin, because the Vishnu seems to say whenever there's any tragedy that befalls the Jewish people, you have to say barach dynamis really be shema malchus. If I feel bad, let's say I hear every day people are dying, they're not my classmates. I heard of them, I I know who they are, but uh, I don't have that much of a. I'm not close to them, but if it's a dear friend of mine, I really feel bad about the fact that he died, then you're really supposed to say, Baruch Dain Amis b'shem Hashem? Yeah? That's the Mishnah Buri. He complains that the Menigolim isn't just a Baruch Dain Amis, and that's all. That's not right. The Mishnah has a lotion of brachas, Kishem <laughs> Shem Evarcham Al Ateifa, Kach Mevarcham Mal Haroah. Just like he said, Bracha, when something good occurs, so too you have to say a bracha when a terrible tragedy occurs. So the G'more asks, what do you mean, kishem?" It's a different bracha. If it's a tragedy that occurred, you say, bracha, daino, And if it's a happy thing, you say, taino, So the G'more explains, it doesn't mean kishem shem bracha. You don't say the same text of the bracha. No, the text of the bracha has to correspond to our perception. If our perception is that it's a tragedy, you got to say, daino, But just like... When a wonderful thing happens. So you say the bracha, say besimcha. So too, if a tragedy occurs, you have to say baruch emes besimcha. How can you say baruch emes besimcha? You're supposed to believe that Even what seems to us to be, our perception is that it's a terrible tragedy. There was a pogrom, the likes of which we didn't have since the, since the Nazi era. They never had. They killed over a thousand people in one day. They cut their bodies up. They burnt them alive. Unbelievable! They did things that the Nazis never did, and that's never burned people alive. They they poisoned. They got poison gas and they killed them. And then they, then they cremated the bodies, but they didn't burn people alive. These people were worse than anything. So that's really. um So we, we're, we're supposed to say baruch Dynamis, when you hear such terrible news. B'shem ha'malchus. And then you have to recite the Bracha B'Simcha because he's supposed to have a muna. They call Ma'David Rahmanovata David. That's not so easy to say that Bracha B'Simcha. I remember when I was a little boy, my father, before Bar Mitzvah, my father bought this set that came out at that time, T'Noah Samusa. It's a four volume set, I think four or five volume set. My father liked it very much, and he recommended I should read it also. I was a little boy before Bar Mitzvah, it's very nice, very nice. So he has a story there, when the Slobodki yeshiva in Poland, when they heard that the government is considering drifting boys from the yeshiva, said that would be the end of the yeshiva. So if the yeshiva moved to Eretz Yisrael, and they moved to Chevron. And then there was a riot in Hebron, and they killed—they killed, they killed a, a lot of boys. There were four, there were four students who were college graduates from Yeshiva University, who were among those who were killed on Arab Shabbos and in, in the riots in Hebron. Most of the boys were not there because one of the boys was getting married, and the Oyf was in Petach Tikva. So most of the Yeshiva guys were not there. But there were other Jews who lived there. They killed—they killed all the Jews, killed a lot of Jews. Then they're British. So uh, when the yeshiva moved to Hebron, so I forgot already who, I think it was one of the Russian yeshiva had a son who was just in his early 20s, I think he was engaged to get married, and he died suddenly. And it was a terrible tragedy, and Slobodka was known to be one of the Musa yeshivas, very much so, Musa yeshiva. So uh, they announced uh, the day that he passed away, when the funeral would take place, tomorrow. And the father of the boy came an hour late to his son's funeral. And the people couldn't understand, how can he come late? By the Bali Musa, the saw Makbed, not to waste someone else's time. He made up an appointment this time, he come on time. How can you take, there were there were many people attended the funeral, everybody had to wait till the father showed up. So they were, they all felt uncomfortable, but somebody raised the issue towards the end of the shiva. They asked him, how come he came late, an hour late to his son's funeral? He said, "The din is you have to recite Baruch Dayan HaEmes Besimcha," and I couldn't get myself to say Dayan HaEmes Besimcha. Had to keep on reviewing in my mind. Called of the that even though it seems to be a terrible tragedy, but it's really going to be LeTayva. How is it going to be LeTayva? Kept on reviewing, reviewing. It took him an hour till he could choice a little bit to say with a little simcha, to say it's hard to have such an emuna. If if you hear what the, what the Palestinian terrorists did, they cut people up alive, and it's unbelievable what they did. They burned people alive. How can that be Lataiba? How can it be called Aramah the, the Nazis killed so many Jews, millions and millions of Jews. How can that be Lataiba? We don't understand it. So he's supposed to, he's supposed to have such strong Amunah. That's what the Shulchanah quotes from the Rabbeinu and Brachas. A bracha is on the riff. you don't have the ran, you don't have uh, the muqiyas, but you have the rab, Tamlid, you ben uh, uh, Shulchanar quotes that Pirish from the tamid ben When you say the bracha, the perception is that it's a tragedy, so that's the nusach Ha-bracha. you're supposed to say, b'simcha, because we're supposed to believe that kol ma'dar v'rachmanu Yeah. <clears throat> so again, so the Mishnah has a whole list of things that you shouldn't say. So the Khazan in Chazar shouldn't say you had Rachmanes on the birds, you made a din of uh, Shidwah can't say Rachmanes on us. Or you want to say, Alla Tabi you shouldn't say that. That you um, you only you should only praise Hakarish Bokha when good things happen. If bad things happen you shouldn't praise. No, you have to say Brucha, you have to praise Hakarish Bokha even when tragedies occur. Or if you say Moj Moida Mishaskim also not allowed to say Merdim twice, why not? So the Gemara comments on that. B'Shlema, ma'idim ma'idim. that we understand. It looks as if he believes in more than one deity. We believe Hashem Echot, there's only one God. Everybody they believe there's a God of good and a God of evil, a God of light and God of darkness, a God of peace and a God of war. They believe in a lot of gods. So if you're going to say ma'idim ma'idim, it's going to sound as if... Sounds as if you believe in more than one God. So that's how it is. Oh, that's terrible. You shouldn't do that. shmecha nami. He shouldn't say we should only praise Hakadosh Baruch when good things happen. I understand why Moshas can also why the Mashma want to make such a statement. shmecha, <coughs> we should praise the Rebbeinu when good things happen. The mashma says ven <coughs> Ralo. When a tragedy occurs, you don't have to praise, and that's against admission, It's not. Ishna Mbrach says, "Chayv al Mbrach al Atayva, Shem Shem Mbrach al Kasha Chayv Ro, Yeshem Shem Hume Mbrach al Atayva." You don't say the same nusach bracha, but you're supposed to say it. Besimcha, supposed to have a mune that called my david rachmana. The time says <coughs> Rav Akiva was a tam and a dochul min So just like his rebbe said, gamzu leteva everything leteva. Umar Brochas tells a story that he was once traveling and he had a. in the middle of the night and he wanted to sleep over in someone's home so nobody would allow him into, into the home. So he said, the so He said, he went to sleep on a field. And then the wind blew and it blew out his candle. So he can't see. So he the Gamzulatayb. And then uh, what else happened? He had a rooster. The rooster was going to wake him up in the morning. He didn't have an alarm clock. The rooster was going to wake him up. So the rooster died. Or the rooster was devoured, whatever. So then, at night, Shodadim came, and they sacked, they ransacked the whole village. And because his candle had blown out, so they didn't know that there was another Jew there. They would have killed him also. They would have, they would have stolen everything that he had. And because the rooster died, so that's why he didn't have his alarm; he didn't wake him up in the morning. But if the rooster would have heard that there's a tumult and the soldiers coming to ransack the whole city, so they would have found Rabbi Kiva there. So the Rista died, so, uh, so here at every step of the way, he said, the at Tavavak, He picked up the middle Saturnid Reshes, but he also picked up from Nahomish Gamzul. He was a Tanakh, Nahomish Gamzul. He said, we say the Brihisr Rabbi Shmoi, Bishlash the middle Saturnid for him. Rabbi Kiva disagrees with Rabbi Shmur. Instead of Kal Pratakalah, he has Ribbi Miltar Ribbi. Nigmar has in, uh, in Shvu'is, Masach Nigmar has Differences, halachalamaisa, where the idash and klaalapat the klaal, the rigb and mirt, comes up on Nafkaminas halachalamaisa. The Gemara says Rabbi Akiva got his tradition from Lachamish Gamzo, and had his versions of the Yugam and mireshataron and rashas Rabbi Shemal, had a different tradition. So, this this idea, keshemshem avrocham ala tovakat, avrocham ala that you should say the simcha, that's everything in Gamzo and so that we understand. Why it's not proper to say, mm-hmm. it looks as like if you believe in more than one God. It's not proper to say, mm-hmm. to only praise God for good things. There's only one God and everything comes from the one God. And everything is Lataiba. So you're not allowed to say such a statement. But what's wrong with al-katsipiyigi rachamecha? The gonna add on a piyut in the middle It's not part of the nus essay. But they can add on piut So say, once they want to add on, just like you have rahmanis on the birds, so please have rahmanis. And us as well, so the Gemara says, I can't see, but you're my time. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with a nice piut? Well, I said, pligiboa triamaroi bi Marova. and Eretz Eretz Yisrael Eretzio is to the west of Babel, southwest. So they call Eretz in the Tama they refer to Yisrael as marava. So there was a machloikis amaroi, and Eretz, so, beyesibira, one of them said, if you're going to assume that the mitzvah shiloh hakan because the ban has Rahmanis on birds, but there's so many other kinds of animals. Why does he only have Rahmanis on the birds? So you're causing your matulkinna. One of them said, the animals are going to hear if they'll understand that the Rabban Shalom only had on the birds. And what about the other animals? That's also a form he has, also as Beno, doesn't apply to all animals. It only applies to, only applies to Behemoth. It doesn't apply to Chayas and it doesn't apply to Oifas. Only to Behemoth, not to Chayis and not the Oifas. So the Rav has, Rahmanus on Behemoth. There's a thing he has, has, Rahmanus on birds. But he doesn't necessarily have, Rahmanus on the other Balichayim. So that's not, that's improper. Is if you're causing, Matolkin If you're causing uh, dissatisfaction among the different animals, as if the Rebbeinu Shalom favors certain animals more than the others. The Chad and the other Amar in had a different explanation. Why? Because we're not allowed to give any The and we shouldn't interpret that it's out of Rachmanus. That's very difficult. The Rambam. As the third Mm chalik in the Mora Nevuchim, where he gives a lot of Tamei Mitzvahs. The Gemara gives Tamei Mitzvahs. The Gemara discusses how come a Ganak pays Kefal and a Gazalim does not pay Kefal. And how come when you steal Shor Beset, Tvokha, M'choroi, Chamisha Bokhir Shalon Tacha Sashor, Garbat Son Tacha So the Gemara gives how come this is four and this is five. The Gemara gives a whole explanation why. So Taisus says, giving, we spoke last week or two weeks ago. He spoke about giving al HaMitzvah as a cheilig of Tama Torah. There's nothing wrong with explaining that also is benar because of Baruch has Rachmanis. Nothing wrong with saying that the Baruch has Rachmanis on the birds. How can you say, is Otsavah Mitzvah Otsavah Mitzvah that the Baruch bein him alexeris? That just Xeris believe tam No. That Tameh is because of uh, Rachmanis on the Bein. So what's so bad if you say that? So the Rambam writes in the Moran of this opinion has not been accepted. We hold that you may give reasons. The Makoikas, we spoke last week, so we spoke about whether Dashina that means whether Tamah Mitzvahs are considered one of the Midrash Ator and Resh that it should regulate the application of the Mitzvah. Whenever the reason for the Mitzvah doesn't apply, the whole Mitzvah doesn't apply. So that would be passing against Rabbi uh, against Rab Shimon Baikhoi, Rab Shimon. By, is Rabshim and whenever it says in the Igmar Rabshim, the author of the Zohar. So he says, Darshin and time that the Tame HaMitzvahs, not only is there a mitzvah to try to, Chalak of Talmator, to try to figure out the reasons for the mitzvahs, that so moral, ethical, or less they call a religious principle that Zachum is driving at, trying to teach us, but it's one of the Midrash HaTaran addresses for him, whenever the Tame HaMitzvah doesn't apply, so the whole Chi of HaMitzvah doesn't apply at all. So, Reb Shimon holds like that. We pass from the way that and Taim and the It's not from the Mira Shaturn, it's Rashid's but still, it is a Cheluk of Taim So, what do you mean? You're not allowed to give Taim and to say that Rabashalam has Rachma. Why not? What's wrong? That's what all of the give reasons like that. So, the Ramam says, we don't accept this opinion. Another place the Ram, I think, writes in the Chuvah, no, the Igmar just meant the Chazen shouldn't include this into the Dabbinim. When you sit to learn in the base matters, you're learning, I've every week, or you're learning, say, from mitzvahs, you want to discuss Tameh mitzvah, you can give this as the reason for the mitzvah, the Rabban Shalom has rachmanas, but you shouldn't say that in the davening. I don't know, who, how does he split if it's a correct suggestion that the Rabban Shalom has rachmanas, or the bay, what's so bad if you say it in the davening? I don't know. But he says, either he says, this opinion is not accepted, we do give Tameh mitzvahs, so or he says, you can give time a mitzv, but not Nechazor HaSashat, you shouldn't say. In Shulchan Aruch, they quote from the Zohar, when they quote the dinim of uh, Shiloh HaKan, it's in your Day, I think. So they quote from the Zohar that the mitzv Shiloh HaKan is fakert, it's do an act of achzorius to the mother bird. You send the mother bird away, you chase away the mother bird and she feels bad right away. Who's going to protect her chicks? Who's going to protect her eggs? So she feels she's heartbroken. So we do an act of achzorius to the bird in order to be order rachme shamayim, that the shari rachmim in heaven should open up on the bird. And once it opens up on the bird, then the shari rachma are open, so the rachma the are going to have rachmanus on everybody. So according to the Zohar, it's just the opposite from the way we usually assume. We usually assume the hal mitzvah, shuluch hakan is, not to cause aggravation to the mother. The bushlam has rachmanus on the mother. And the Zohar says, Fakeh. The Rebashlam wants us to act with Achzorius against the mother, so Teva is that uh, Shari Rachman will open up and Menach will have Rachmanus not only on the bird because we did an act of Achzorius to the mother bird, Shari Rachman, open up, it'll be for everybody. So that's, uh, so that's in Gansen, not right. So the old Tefillah he's saying is not correct. Just like you have Rachmanus on the bird, not having Rachmanus, uh, we're doing an act of Achzorius to Bring about that, there should be more rahmanas in the world. Anyway, this is the, the, the Ramam said, this is the second sheet that's what the Ramam finds that difficult because everybody gives Tame Amitzus. The Sefer Chenach has Kiseida, Narizal has, and all the Chesidisheswarim they have. the author of the B'nai Soscha, wrote a whole Sefer, it's a Sefer Amitzus. And every mitzvah, the whole sefer only goes to the middle of Bishpatim, 50 samad mitzvahs. He doesn't go, we don't know whether he never wrote the rest of the sefer, or, or it was never printed, but we don't have, have past around 55 mitzvahs. Every mitzvah divides into three sections what he's going to write about. Rakhshavah, Dibar, And he always, one of the sections always is, about Tami mitzvah. It gives Tami Malpi Nigla, Tami Malpi Kabbalah, Malpi Hasidahs, different reasons for the mitzvahs. So what's wrong with Aesimidosh HaKadu Vruch HaRachmim Eidim Alekzeiris? All the Rishanim say Tami That's what the Rammam says, he, we don't accept this opinion in Igmar. Or Igmar meant it's not right for the baltfila to say such a thing in a piut in Nishman asht. You can say it Derech but not uh, the Tfilah, okay? And the says once there was about tefila, the come? the There was a shliach it was davening and rabba shul. So the about said, "Rabbanu the in the middle." He blurted out the middle of the chazal alena. Just like you had rachmanas on the on the Kansipar, have rachmanas on us as well. That's exactly what the Mishnah says. You're not allowed to say the chastan is not allowed to add such a piyut. The, the rabbi made a comment. Oh, this Talmud. The one who was dying for the Talmud was a Talmud, Rabbanon. So he says, he knows how to say a good tefillah. He said a beautiful peer Frek Digmarah, Amalei Abai. Abai was an orphan. Abai was a nephew of Rabbi Bar And they used to call Abai Nachmani. They used to call him Nachmani. Some say he was named after the grandfather, Rabbi Bar Nachmeni's father. And he was, Digmarah says... Abai's father died when the mother was pregnant with him and the mother died at the childbirth, so he was an orphan, he had no parents, and no father had no mother. And he, at the end of the first paragraph and talks about all the details of the dinam of keep it out the aim. So Abai makes a comment how fortunate he is that he doesn't have the challenge of observing the dinam keep it out the aim, because he sees all the people who do have parents violate the din, right and left. They always violate it. And then after the parents die they have uh, they feel guilty. Why well, they didn't observe kibbutz So they pay a fortune of money for the kivoret, for the for the for the coffin, for the kvure, They waste money on that, on the kivoret. They should just show keep it while the parents are alive, so they won't have to feel guilty after the parents die. So that's what Rabbi says. How fortunate he is that he never had the challenge of observing kibbutz him Didn't have any parents. He was raised by Rabbi, so he was a little boy. So Rabbi made a comment ooh, about Tfilah Davans beautifully. Rabbi so said. But he's not allowed to say it like that. So why the rabbi make such a silly statement? I think my rabbi, the khadudal abhaihud boy. He wanted to see if Abai was sharp enough to chat. Abai was a little boy. He was probably learning Mishnayos, And he said, Abha'i said, correct. You're not allowed to say it like that. The Mishnah says you're not allowed to say, I'll can see So he wanted to test Abai to see if he knew the Mishnah. And he knew? He knew. Then the Lingmar says on another occasion when the came, Chanina. was a Tefila. He was babbling for an Amid. Instead of just saying he was adding on Hawadir, Achaza Kameitz. He was adding on more adjectives describing the banishalalam Shalom with more descriptions. omale Sirab Chanina, the Rabbani Shul says to the Baltfila, Siyamtinu Lishvachidemorach. Did you exhaust all of the praises of the Rabbani Shalom? He added on. The nusach of Dan Shaked Nesach Da'ilo, did you did you say all the praises? Did you say everything he's supposed to say? He says it's not right. Hashda Hakeil Hagadol Hagibehanu. The three adjectives that we do say: Hakeil Hagadol Hagibehanu. The three that we say: Hashda Hani Tlosa. The three we say: Elab de Kansven Moishe Baraisa. Moishe Aben and his three lesser: Hakeil Hagadol Hagibehanu. And he, and he was told by Chodesh Bochu to write it in the Chumash. And came along on Chekh with Tikninu. And there are Mesakhana, we should say, Nishman S. Khanaf, for the fact that it appears in the Chumash. And now composed the the Sahatfila. We wouldn't have said that either. And you are peckling us, you saying more. You're adding on more descriptions. You're not supposed to add on. The says the Nusach HaTvila was composed by the Anchek Nesagdolah, which was a group of 120 Rabbanab of and amongst them were Nedim. and it says, What does that line mean, Bahem Kamenevim? He writes in the Nefesh HaChaim to compose a Tvila, Anchek Nesagdolah, with the beginning of the Baishani period, and that's over 2,000 years ago. And we still basically say the same Tvila. A little bit we had to change, because the Besam Ignish is Choric. We had to leave out about the Beis HaMikdosh, and we had please rebuild the Beis Andikdush. But basically, the tefilahs are still what the Ansheik Nes composed, because they had, uh, a, 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 amongst them, were Be'em Kamenudim and HaRuach HaKodesh. to know what to say. So he says, if not for the fact that these Ansheik Nes HaGdole composed it, Moshe Rabbeinu said it like that, we wouldn't have said any of these praises. Anand le'arminu you're adding on more praises? We don't know how to praise our God's brochah. The Gemara says, "Anchek Nes Hagadol composed all the brochahs, and then the Gemara says, Mekandi Yelach, <laughs> also Nesapa B'shva Chasham Mokam.' We're not allowed to praise the Rebbeinu Sholom because we don't know what to praise. We can say something that's foolish. So the Gemara says, says, 'Amosha L'mada V'Deim, Amosha Lo Adam.' The first wide line on the Amosha Lo Adam Shoylo Ella Falti Elof M'Din Reizor. He has a billion dollars in the bank. For him, Mikalsam also." So they praise him that he has uh, much less money. Let's say a farmer doesn't have a musug, a wealth. So the farmer will praise the king. The king is so rich, he has a hundred dollars in his bank account. A hundred dollars is nothing. He has billions of dollars in his bank account. Not a hundred dollars. So whatever we're going to say may be ridiculous. That's when the prophet says, Who's allowed to praise him? The one who knows how to say a shevach." If you don't know how to say a shavuach, you better not say because you may minimize. you may may come out to be a ganai. That's what the Gemara says. Love who the man who has I love him din when you praise him that has din mekeset. It's it's a ganai. So the same thing. We got to be careful. We shouldn't praise the Rebbeimish alone because we we probably won't know what they're talking. Okay, maybe we'll stop here. I'll make a brief comment on uh, the topic in the parsha. The Ramam wrote the Sefer Hamitzvos. There's a whole literature on the, on the topic of Taryag Mitzvahs. You want the end of a little memory at the end of the uh, Makkos in the uh, six hundred thirteen Mitzvos. So the Bahag was way before the Ram. Bahag lived in the days of the Goinim. And the Baha'i, along the others, are Sefer He lists off so what, in his opinion, are the six hundred and thirty Mitzvahs. So the Ramam Sefer Mitzvah is basically based on the, on the Baha'i. And here and there, he disagrees. And one of the issues that he disagrees with him is on the din of Loisinav. The Baha'i counts it as, there's one Isa Loisinav not to be Mizana with an Asua, and the punishment is, is khenik. And then there's an isa, Nathani with a narah Hamurasa, and the punishment is kilo. So he counts it, even though it's only one posth, Loisinov, but the, the Baha counts it as two laven. He counts one posth twice. Nathani with an Isu, not to be with an Arusa. So the Rambam says, but it's only one posth. How can he count one posth twice? It's the same isa with different onshim. So the Ramban asks, and Ramban has a lot of kashas on the Rambam. So, yes, the, Ram, the Rambam violated his own club. The Rambam disagrees with the Baha that if you have two prohibitions from the same posik, it's the same din, but it's a different onesh. Sometimes, narah Rasa is skila, and the su is, is chenek. That's not a reason to count it as two mitzvahs. It's the same mitzvah, not the name annotation So, Rambaneasa and the Rambam, he violated his own command. The Rambam writes, "There's an Issa Yisrael <speaking in Spanish> Not even allowed to curse a deaf person who doesn't hear what you're saying. He doesn't take it to heart. He can't hear. He does. He doesn't feel hurt. He doesn't feel insulted. He doesn't hear what you're saying. So the Rambam counts that twice. Odami <speaking> Yisrael <in Spanish> and <speaking in Spanish> Why does he count it twice? Because odam Yisrael Bashem is loike, and the kalalavi ima is chayv misa. Because it's two different punishments, so that's why he counts the Pasek twice, as, as if it were two different love. then there's a lave, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to beat someone up. Posik says, even if the person deserves malkas, you know, you're not allowed to give them more malkas than he deserves. We establish he gets 39 malkas, so if we're afraid he can't take 39, he can only take uh, 12 malkas, so you're not allowed to give more than that. Lo Yosef, Yosef is a lav. So the Rambam counts that twice. Maka of Hivimah is Misa. And Maka of the Misa, those Malkas. So because sometimes he gets Malkas, sometimes he gets Misa. So the Rambam counts it twice in the Minyar Mitzvah. So the Ramban asks. The Rambam is in violation of his own klal. He was the one who disagreed. He rejected the Vahag's opinion that they can't lay sin of twice. Once for Arusa, once for Nesua. Because the punishment is different. And here the Ramam does the same. Because sometimes Malka, sometimes Misa, they count it twice. So that's the Kasha, the Ramban's Kasha. The Mishra Melech has a small little sefer, Derech Mitzvay Secho. Uh, the safer always used to be printed in the end of the Parashas Drachim. Parashas Drachim is a, is a Drush sefer, Hanagadete, written by the Mishra Melech. Very nice drusha's about a Yoni in Melech HaMashiach and about, uh, Stokhi, and about another nice essays. Agarata. He collects Agaratas and he puts them all together. He has a whole mahalach how to interpret Agaratas. So they, they always used to print the the Parashas Drachim. It's not such a big safer. So they used to print the Dach Mitzvah Sech by that same author, by the Mishla the and it's around 10 pages in the small side. Now they print it always in the end of the Sefer La Rambam. So they have the Sefer with the Ramban, with the commentaries on the Ramban, on the Rambam, that so they have in the end, they have this little uh, essay, the essay on Sefer So he tells you what are the differences between the Rambam's cheshben of Tariyag Mitzvahs and the Rambam's cheshben and the Sefer Chinos and what are some differences between the Smag and the Rambam, here and there. Odds ends about the many Mitzvah. So the um, mishlamela points out that there are another two mixes, both in mishpatim. And this week's said, with it. when you have this kasha on the rambam, there's one pasuk elohim loyse kalel, mm-hmm. and another byamchalos So that pasuk elohim loyse has a double interpretation: elohim lashon kodesh me gadefes Hashem, and elohim lashon chol the kalel a Dayan smicha is called Elohim, Loshen Chol. Elohim is a Kodesh. So the Pasuk includes, Megadef as Hashem, where the einish is Misa, and Mekal of Dayan, where the einish is Malkus. Elohim Loshen Chol means Dayan of Smuchim. So how come the Ramam takes one lab and he counts it twice? And then there's another Pasuk in Parshat Mishpatim that says, you're not allowed to mention the name of an Avadizor. So the Ramam says, a, the Ramam counts that one twice as two love, one love, a and One who tries to convince another Jew to worship Avadizor is going to mention the name of the Avadizor. So that's the love. He give the death penalty to a or to Mediah. Meisus means one who tries to convince a Yochid to worship Abedizor. Medech is harabin. There's slight differences between the two. So the Ramam says, he quotes the Gemara, the pasik that's the Iser, the Avera not to be Mesis. Medech is this pasik. Shmosalam makhem lois haskir laisham <laughs> al pikhi. Now, to mention the name of an Abedizor if you're going to mention it to try to convince someone to worship Abedizor. Also included in the pasik is if a person is going to take a shvu of the Shem He's going to swear in the name of uh, Yashke, going to swear in the name of an Abed So that you get Malkas from. So how can it be the Rambam violated his own club? He, he disagreed with the Bahag, that because sometimes you get skill, sometimes you get khenek, is not a reason why it should be counted as two mitzvahs. And here, And all four mitzvahs, sometimes you get misahs, sometimes you get Malkas. Rambam counts it twice. So on the side of the page, in the Sefer Mitzvah Ram, you have the Megillah sister which was written in, I think, in the early 1600s, the Shach. And you remember there, quotes from the Megillah Esther. the Shach was in the late 1600s. So the Megillah was written by a man whose mother passed away as he was going to pen. His mother's name is Esther. so he wanted to memorialize the mother, so he called the Sefer on her name, Megillah So he, he always defends the Rambam from the Hasogas of the Rambam. So he quotes the Raj Beits, was one of the early Achrainim, late, late Rishenim, early the late or early Achrainim. The Rajbates is a sefer Zoya Horakiah. He has his own minyaran Minya mitzvahs. He, he, he nashes, he quotes a little bit the Ramam, a little bit the Ramban, he has his own Khashband. And he defends the Ramaman mitzvah. He says, he gives the correct answer. He says, the Bahag was wrong. The Ramam thinks the Bahag was wrong because Loisinav always has Einash Misa. Sometimes it has Skila by Naram Rasa, sometimes it has chenik by an isua. But it's always Misa. So when you have einish Misa, that's from the Lavim Achamurim. The four Lavim that the Raman did count twice is that sometimes as Misa, sometimes as malchus. Malkis is called considered Lavim Kalim. And when you have Misa or Khoris, that's called considered Lavim chamurim. The Raman writes this in the Paragalef and Hilchas Chuga. The Rammam says that uh, when you send the Sori azazil that's Mechapara and all the Averis, even if people didn't do tshuva, provided that it's Averis Kalos. But if it's Averis Hamuras, where there's Mises, Bezna Kores, then it's not Mechapara. It's not Mechapara. Only Mechapara and Averis Kalos. He quotes it from from Yerushalmi or something. So he said these are different types of Averis. If you have Loisinov, where the Einish is always Misa, so then it's one love. It's from the love of machamur. But if you have a pasuk, you have four Pesach like that, and sometimes you get Misa, sometimes you get malchus. It can't be one love. What is it that Andragonis? Is it from the Kalos or from the Hamuris? If there's Misa, meat, it's from the Hamuris. If it's malchus, it means it's an Isakal. So because the chazal say in the one Pesach are included an Isakal and Isakamor, Means that they had a tradition that it counts as two lavin. It can't be one love if it's on the one hand a kala, one hand a chamura. So it has to be that it's two lavin. That's what's assumed to be there. Are two different types of lavin. A lavat misa and lavat is are different types of lavin. One is from the chamuras, one is from the kalas. Differences in aloha. Okay, so we left off in the Gemara and Megillah on Chophayim and, and Allah. Akobi Deshraim, on the third wide line. Okay, believe that in next week. We'll continue. At the, the end of the parish, there isn't that much to discuss. Uh, so we'll, we'll probably start Benehu here next week. Start the next parish next week. Here is all about Kadushan's Bay Saknasis. What is Kadushan's Bay Saknasis based on? Okay, should all be healthy? Good to know. Thank you Very good, okay.